I want to ask you this question this morning. How many of you are feeling a bit tired? It's daylight savings time. Of course you're tired. Maybe you went to bed late or maybe it's been a long week. Maybe you're working a number of different jobs and dealing with the family and and maybe you're just feeling drained. Have your Bibles. Would you turn with me to Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. Matthew eleven twenty eight, come to me, all of you who are weary, all of you who are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Smith and I, we, we love to travel, and uh, I remember a time when we were actually on our honeymoon in this really tropical place. It's like 800 degrees outside. And here we are after many hours of travel, and we made it to this small island, and we get into a cab, and we're enjoying the sights as we're driving in the cab. And then all of a sudden, the cab stops, not in front of our hotel, because the cab wouldn't fit up the, up the narrow path to where the hotel was. And here we are with these, these huge suitcases, big backpacks, and um, I told Smitha, because we're newly married, I said, don't worry, I got this. And so I had her walk ahead of me, and I'm like strapped down with backpacks, I'm carrying like four suitcases, and, and, and I'm struggling. And this walk up the path seems like it's taking forever. And she looks back, and I said, don't worry, I got this. And finally, we get to the front of the hotel, and the doorman looks at me, and he says these magic words. He says, let me help you with your bags. And at first, I thought, where were you when I was down the street? course, I didn't say that because I needed help. I dropped every bag right there. And today I want to share a word with you about help with your baggage and rest for your soul. This, this verse that we read, Jesus has this amazing invitation. He says, come to me. Like, like all of you who are tired, all of you who are weary, all of you who are broken, all of you who are burden. Come to me. I will give you the rest you're looking for. And then this invitation is echoed in 1 Peter 5 verse 7. It says this. It says, cast all of your anxieties on him. Cast all of your worries. Cast all of your pains. Cast all of your, your burdens. Cast all of your baggage on him because he cares for you. You know, at different times in our lives, a lot of us, we, we carry on to baggage, don't we? In fact, maybe today you're carrying a lot of baggage right now. Maybe, maybe there's some pain that you're carrying right now. Maybe you've been in a relationship that just didn't work out and you're hurting and you're carrying that. Maybe you're struggling with a heavy load at school 
Maybe you're working two or three jobs and, and now you're having a hard time trying to make ends meet and you feel like just the weight of the world is on your shoulders. Maybe there's some kind of crippling issues from your past that you're just, you're just carrying. Maybe there's some bad news that you recently got or, or there's an overload of stress at work. And maybe, maybe this morning you're carrying baggage from some sort of abuse that happened to you. Some of us are, are trying to carry the weight of uh, a serious medical condition or, or, or some kind of financial crisis, some kind of family issue, and you're just, you're just carrying all of that on your back. And I want to ask you, do you hear the invitation from Jesus today? He, he says, listen, all of you who are carrying all this stuff, come to me. Come to me, all of you who are weary, all of you who are tired, all of you who are carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders, come to me, I'll give you rest. You know, a lot of us take for granted the importance of rest. Our, our culture in the U.S. has this strong connotation that if you rest, if you take vacation, you are weak. If you use your vacation time, you are weak. I was talking to, to someone recently who said that they used up their vacation, then they would come back penalized by having the worst shifts for the next two weeks. It's like punishment for taking time off. I looked this up last night, and the Bureau of Labor Statistics say that only 50% of the U.S. workforce uh, take a vacation. 50% of the U.S. workforce do not take or use their vacation. And you might get a few bucks, but you're on the verge of burnout. You have unnecessary physical issues. You have avoidable mental and emotional things that are going on in your life. And maybe your family is falling apart. And meanwhile, the stats all suggest that those who take time off, those who take time off to rest, those who use their vacation, those who use their weekly days off and their evenings to rest, they are more productive, they're more creative, they have better mental, emotional, physical health than those who do not take the time to rest. Anybody here know someone who just doesn't know how to rest? Right, everyone's knocking their spouse. I mean, there are some people here who use their weekly days off to work more hours or to take that second job, to take that third job. I mean, why do we do this to ourselves? Is it really because there's a lack of funds? Is it really because we need more money? Is it really because we're just that bored that we need to make sure every waking moment is filled with some program or some event? Some of us, we wear busyness as a badge of honor. But your lack of rest is costing you. It's costing your physical health, and it's costing your mental health. It's costing emotional health. And more importantly, it is affecting your spiritual life. 
Jesus says, come to me. All of those who are tired, all of those who aren't sure how to manage their schedules and their lives and their finances, would you just come to me? And I will give you the rest that you so desperately need. I want to tell you that the key to resting in the Lord is not taking a lavish vacation to Disney. It's not using your days off to fill it with sporting events. It's not using your evenings to watch mindless TV. The key to rest is this part of the verse that says, Come to Jesus. That's the key. Like, like, would you carve out some time so that you could just come and be with Jesus? I want to tell you this morning that, that God does amazing things when we rest. When my wife was pregnant, it was amazing to see the growth and the progress of each of my kids in Smith's womb. And it was important for Smitha to be resting because when she rested, it's almost as though during that time of rest, God was knitting our kids together. He would knit together little feet that were going to be used to run away from us. And he's forming these little hands to hold on to. And he's forming their heart to pump blood to all the different parts of their body. And he's forming their minds to think. And he's forming their souls that they would passionately worship him. When you rest in the Lord, God is able to do some stuff. He's able to grow. He's able to help you grow. God is able to create something new in you while you rest. I want to tell you this morning that when you rest in the Lord, God is able to speak to you. For those of you who know me well, you know how long it takes me to prep a a sermon that goes on every week. And there have been times when when I've just hit a wall and I had no clue how I was going to do any sort of introduction or, or how I was going to close a service. And years ago, I would be so worried about this. And I would pray. And I would say to the Lord, I would say, Lord, it's 2 a.m. in the morning. I need to sleep. This is your message to your people, so you need to help me with this. And I'll go to bed, and in the middle of the night, I'll have a dream of me standing on this platform, speaking my opening lines, or how the message was to close. And I don't remember my dreams often, but I always remember these. And I would always wake up with this peace and this joy and this relief because I'm starting to learn how to rest in the Lord. Smith has told me a similar situation where there's big projects and big meetings that she has had, and she went trusting that the Lord would be her guide, and she went to sleep waking up with new ideas of what needs to happen in that meeting. Come to me, all of you who are tired, all of you who are drained, all of you who are weak, I will give you rest. I will help you grow. I will develop new gifts in you. I will speak life into you. I will be there for you, and I will give you rest. About 12 years ago, 
I had this scary moment after one of our young adult events. Some of you will remember this vividly. I was the interim senior pastor at the time when we were running a young adult event at the old church building. And we had, we had this great night of worship and the word and fellowship. And we're just, we're just hanging out, getting to know each other some more. And all of a sudden, while we were cleaning up, I had this pain that was like someone stabbed me in the back and the knife came out the front. That's what it felt like. And all of a sudden, I started just gasping for air. And so I retreated to one of the offices And Smitha came over and she said to me, she said, do we need to call an ambulance? And uh, if you know me, again, I have this high threshold for pain. And in my mind, I thought, you know, I'll just, we'll just go home and I'll sleep this off. And the pain was unbearable. And I just looked at her and I said, yep, it's time to go. And they got me to the hospital and the doctor said to me, I am so glad that you came in tonight. You had a spontaneous lung collapse. And if you had gone home, your lung could have rolled over your heart. I have never experienced such pain before in my life. And and when I went to the hospital, my goodness, I felt terrible. And I felt so weak and I felt so uh, worn out. And I thought, man, there is no way I'm getting out of this hospital in four days. But as soon as I got a few hours of sleep, words cannot explain how much better I felt when I woke up. And I knew that while I rested, the Lord was at work. The doctors, they had to make an incision by one of my ribs. And they decided not to put stitches, but to put this large bandage across my chest, saying that the wound was going to close by itself. But I could just imagine the Lord himself knitting together the tissue that was needed to close that wound. Come to me, all of you who are broken, all of you who are weak, all of you who are suffering, all of those of you who are in pain, all of those who are tired and weary, and I will give you rest for your soul. This morning, I want to tell you that resting in the Lord is throwing your dependence on him. Resting in the Lord is fully trusting in Jesus. Resting in the Lord is understanding that if I spend some time with Jesus, he will order my steps. He will order my days. He will show me where I need to slow down. He will teach me how to slow down. If I learn to rest in Jesus, he will give me peace to help me with some of my mental issues. He will give me joy to help me with my emotional health. He will give me strength for my physical needs. He will prove to me that he will be my provider if I can learn to come to Jesus. You know, there's so many of us who are physically drained, emotionally drained. Some of us, our souls are tired and weak. And if that's you, I want to ask you, are you resting in the presence of the Lord? Are you you taking some time to rest in his presence? If we would just come to him. He would give us the rest and the peace that we need. And when we rest, 
he will do this amazing healing work that is available through the Holy Spirit. I'm going to ask Tim to come forward. I'm going to ask our prayer team if you guys would make yourself available here today. Have you, have you ever been so busy that you didn't have time to rest? And what happens is you get exhausted, you get tired, you get burnt out, and for so many of us, we get sick, don't we? It's kind of God's way of saying, slow down, get some rest. Are you in that boat today where, where you've become so busy that you just haven't had the time to rest in the presence of God. Now you're tired. Now you're weary. And it's because you're carrying all this baggage on you. When you don't rest in the presence of God, you're going to have anxiety. And you're going to be carrying burdens that you don't need to. You're going to try to figure out how you can make it how you can pay the bills. And so you're going to take out that second and that third job. But if you took the time to rest in his presence, he would remind you that he is Jehovah Jireh, your provider. If you took the time just to rest in his presence, he will prove to you that he will provide for your every single need. If you would just rest. What baggage are you carrying this morning? Are you trying to handle life without a Savior? See, you were never meant to carry that pain, never meant to carry that burden, never meant to carry that problem on your own, and Jesus has come to me. I'll carry your burden. I'll carry your anxiety. I'll carry your weaknesses. I'll carry your baggage. I will carry your sins. So this morning, I want you to know that he knows your pain. He understands it because he's been there. He's experienced everything from loneliness to betrayal to torture to dying. And Jesus has dealt with the deadliest baggage we carry, which is the sin in our lives. The Bible says that he carried our sins on his own body on that cross And the day that you tell him that you are trusting him to be your own savior is the last day that you ever need to carry your burden again. It's the last day you have to carry your baggage alone. It's the last day you need to carry your sin anymore. And so this morning, the strong arms of Jesus are reaching out to you, and he says, let me help you with your baggage. I can handle it, and I want to give you rest. With your eyes closed this morning, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer and a little bit of worship. It takes courage to allow Jesus to take your baggage. If we would just come to Jesus with it, if we would just come to Jesus with our baggage, he will bear the weight of everything that we're carrying. And the promise of Jesus, if we do that, is that he will give you rest. If your soul is tired today, let Jesus give you what only he can. Let him give you that rest. Let him give you that peace. Let him give you that comfort. Let him 
give you that strength. When Jesus went to the cross, he took your sin upon himself and took your sickness and your worries and your anxieties. He took it all on yourself so you didn't have to. Maybe you know Jesus and maybe you've walked away from him. I want to tell you, come back to him this morning. Ask him for forgiveness and then live in freedom in the name of Jesus. There are some of you here this morning who are saying, man, I need Jesus to do something for me. I've been allowing some things in my life. I've been a prisoner to my sin. I need my sins washed clean. I need this forgiveness from Jesus. I don't want to carry this weight anymore. If that's you, I want to remind you that you can be set free. You can have a new life in Jesus. You just need to come to him. Let it take him. Let him take that weight upon himself. Let him give you rest. And if that's you this morning, you just pray this prayer in your heart. Dear Jesus, I don't understand it all. But as much as I know how, I open my life to you. I need new hope. I need new direction. I need new strength. Jesus, I need you. Would you forgive me for all my wrongdoings? Would you forgive me for looking in all the wrong places? I believe that you died on the cross for me. I believe you rose again. And this morning, I thank you for loving me. Today, I sincerely say, come into my life. Jesus, make me a new person. I want to live for you from this day forward. Jesus, thank you for taking my weight off of me. Help me to live for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Would you stand with us this morning? Tim is going to close us in worship today.